In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world knew him not. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. But to, but to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten Son from the Father. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, you will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter declared to him, Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. And Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, this very night before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. The apostles, beginning with Peter, as we would say today, believed in themselves. You hear people say that all the time, giving advice especially to younger people. Believe in yourself. They really believed that they had the courage, the strength, the power to remain close to our Lord through it all, whatever that might mean. They really believed it. They had that kind of faith in themselves. After all, they'd been with the Lord. They'd seen him. They heard him. Just that alone was enough to give one great confidence. But they thought that they would have that even without him. That they could do it on their own. They would have to learn just how weak and vulnerable they were. No one likes to think of him or herself as being a coward. And yet, most of us are in one degree or another. Well, it's quite true that if we aren't saints, we are cowards. We are like the apostles. Our Lord asks them to pray, they will sleep. 
When the moment comes, all their courage leaves them. So that before this chapter is over with, in not too many more sentences, we will hear the words, Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Our Lord knew who he had chosen. He loved him. He loved them, rather. They loved him. They would do anything for him, so they thought they would. They had been in his presence, but they still thought they could do it without him. We know better, hopefully, that we cannot. It's not enough simply to have listened to him. It's not enough simply, actually, to uh, have loved him somewhat, albeit from a distance. Rather, we have to do as he asks us to do, to spend time with him and to allow him to come into us if we are going to be able to follow him. I think very often in our lives we think, I'm going to go to the Lord once I have become the person I think I ought to be. We can't do that. We have to go to him before we become anything. We have to go to him as a nothing before he can allow us to come to him as something. We have to go to him as empty before he can allow us to come to him as beautiful, which is the way he wants us to come to him, but only he can transform us in that way. They will learn that, as we know. The Peter, the apostles we see in this reading, are not the same people we see after Pentecost. Once they have a strength beyond their own, they are capable of anything that God demands of them, and so are we. So, we will then spend some time with the Lord here tonight in that intimacy with him. As I've said many times, Without the Eucharist, we will never have the strength to follow him as he wishes to follow him. We can do good things, we can be pious, but we'll never be the person he calls us to be. And if we don't spend time with him, if the Eucharist is not the center of our lives, when the moment comes, we will not be able to respond as he wishes us to become. Notice, though, still in that same chapter, And St. Peter says, I do not know the man. What saved him? Our Lord turned and looked upon him, and then we are told, and he went out and wept bitterly. That was part of his conversion and part of ours too. Your attitude must be that of Christ. Though he was in the form of God, he did not grasp it as being divine. Rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave. Being born in the likeness of men, he was known to be of human estate. And it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him bestowed upon him the name above every other name, so that in Jesus' name every knee must bend in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord.